What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Live Free Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike Maxwell. Today's guest is Mr. Jason Barr. He does the hilarious ADD podcast um, out of Lawrence, Kansas. He and I connected on Twitter via our mutual friend, Michael Shung. Um, Michael was on my show a few episodes back, and he also did Jason's show on the uh, ADD podcast. So it was inevitable that uh, Jason and I would sit down and do a podcast. We both talked via Skype from our uh, respected studios. We were going back and forth on Twitter yesterday about some shit and decided to just sit down and do one. Um, I'm also going to be doing an episode of his podcast next week as well, so um, that's exciting. So he sat down with me and we talked ADD podcast, Kansas City, fatherhood, hippie artist missionaries, snowflake mics, Louis C.K., T.J. Miller... Punk Zines, Twitter, Comic-Con Nerd Flu, Michael Shung, Wonder Fair, Physicist Richard Feynman, Insane Clown Posse, Doug Benson, and The Children's. So, as always, make sure you go check out the blog, MikeMaxwellArt.com. Click on the links and uh, check out all the stuff that uh, Jason has available for you out there in the interwebs. Also, this episode, I'm happy to announce, is sponsored by Individual Clothing. You can check out their website at indvsl.com. I have a whole box of stuff to give away and was going to do a live-free raffle, but instead of doing that, I if uh, I figure if you go to the blog, click on the PayPal link to donate to the show. If you donate $10 or more, I will send you some free gear courtesy of individual clothing. Um, they got a ton of rad stuff right now. So do that. Click the link. Send 10 bucks. Make sure you include your size and... Uh, and what have you, and I will make an address, obviously mailing address and all that good stuff, which shows up usually, but make sure you include all that, and I will be happy to, to send you some of this rad gear. We also have a, a savings code. If you want to go directly to the website and pick out the, the image that you want, um, if you go to individualclothing.com, type in the coupon code, I-N-D-V-S-L-X, live free, you'll get 30% off the uh, the web storefront. So go do that. Um, they got a bunch of cool designs from Leslie Repito, Daniel Vigil, Logan Hicks, Iron Claw, and Daryl Pierce. Um, and the, the next stuff coming up, their next season or their next line will have stuff from... Uh, Jim Darling, Tina Darling, Brett Amory, who was a guest on the podcast, uh, Jason Vavona, Jesse Jones, Sergio Hernandez, also a Live Free podcast guest, an early guest. And uh, maybe one day soon you'll see some of my um, silly drawings up on an individual shirt. So make sure you go check them out. They're super rad. And uh, donate to the show, and I'll be happy to send you some of the free gear. I've been rocking the Logan Hicks shirt. I've talked about it in some of the previous podcasts. Crystal rocks a bunch of the stuff. It's all really well made and and, and super cool. And it uh, supports local artists. Well, not local here anymore, but Daryl Pierce was a a San Diego artist. Most of these people are up in the Bay now. But it's all artists doing their thing, just like uh, the rest of us out here and most of the people that I've talked to on the show. So make sure you go support if if you can. 
And like I said, uh, check out MikeMaxwellArt.com and you'll get all the links. If you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, it's at LiveFreePodcast on Twitter. And you could also follow me on Twitter at MikeMaxwellArt. So with all that said, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mr. Jason Barr. All right, let's give Jason a call. Yo, what's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Pretty good. Does this does it sound alright? Yeah, you sound good. You see my video? We'll get all yeah, our Skype yeah. shit set up. Voila. What's up, man? <laughs> yeah. Let me put these. Let me put these on. It's uh, it's nice to virtually meet you. Yeah, yeah, likewise, likewise, for sure. So what's happening? Welcome to the show. I uh, appreciate you taking the time to shoot the shit with me. You're, uh, you're a yeah. fellow podcaster. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've been doing it for three years. Nice, it's, uh, you do the ADD podcast, right? Right, right. It, uh, it started here in, in Lawrence, Kansas, you know, home of uh, TM2, and, uh, and there's just, I don't know, so many rad people. Like, I went to high school with Kyle Johnson as well, like a bunch of people that were like artists went to late to South here. It's just like in a crappy suburb. That's so, it. I wanted to, I wanted to find out about that. Like what, what kind of art culture there is in, in Kansas city. Well, I mean, there's like a pretty thriving scene in Kansas city. I live in Lawrence, Kansas. I, I, I meant to say can, uh, Kansas, not Kansas. City. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even though you will notice that we get a little like, it's like, Oh, I'm not, I don't live in Kansas city. No, I know. Half of the gallery owners that I, I were on wonder fair with do live in, in Kansas City, but we get our panties all in a bunch. Are you but, close uh, in Lawrence? Yeah, we're like thirty minutes away. I mean, it's like it's the same, literally, as like. I mean, I can't say the culture is the same. It is a little different. Like Kansas City, you know, it will sound laughable to say this is a little more city, and like Lawrence is sort of like, uh, like hippie, kind of. I don't know, like hippie indie. I guess if that makes sense. You know, it's more like an Austin or like a Denver uh, or Boulder. Like well, that type of vibe. My uh, my West Coast ignorance would just like automatically just be like Hicks, you know, like yeah, like of course, of course. with a name like Lawrence. And I no offense to people named Lawrence, but there's kind of like a big like uh, uh, you know, like working on the farm. Maybe you got you wear suspenders or uh, overalls quite a bit, you know. Fucking got a piece of hay sticking of out course, your mouth. Of but that's all, you know. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I actually lived uh, in San Bernardino when I was a kid. Like, I lived in California for a while. I've also lived in Chicago. I've also lived in Boulder. I mean, I've lived in all these different places. My, believe it or not, my parents are missionaries. So they would, like, travel around all these. But they're artists. They're, like, these weird, like, hippie artist missionaries. I don't uh-huh. know. You, it takes all the kinds, I guess. Yeah, sure. So, uh, but, you know, ended up here because my family's from here. And, um Literally, though, I mean, like, Olathe, where I went to high school and stuff like that, like, 10, 12 years ago, it, it's completely, I mean, it's just like a suburb like anywhere else. It doesn't look any, it's indiscernible. Like, if you were, someone took you and threw you in a trunk of a car and then dumped you in Olathe, Kansas, you'd be like, I have no idea where I'm at. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Because right. it just looks like, it just looks like a suburb, you yeah, know? Yeah, sure. And it's all just those weird misconceptions that we have. But then you watch one of those movies, like, the documentaries, like, The Wild Whites of... Uh, West Virginia. West Virginia. Those motherfuckers are aliens. Party time right. at the house. <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh my god. 
like this is I knew this was gonna happen. I, like, drive, I have two daughters, and now I, if you can hear my daughter, she's like, Harmony's locked in the bathroom. Give me two seconds. No I'll be problem. right back. I gotta go regulate. No worries. Do your thing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm surprised. It didn't. It took that long. I was like, I, my guess was gonna be like two minutes, <laughs> and they were gonna be like uh, yelling "Papa" in the background. I have two daughters. I have a four-year-old and a 19-month-old. Oh, nice. Oh my God, man! It's like it's like having animals that you can't euthanize. <laughs> um, it, it's amazing. Like I love them. I love them. I love them to death. Yeah. But uh, dude, I'm, it's some <laughs> severe bonding. I guess severe, not bondage. But hold on one second. Hold on. Literally, it is. It's like the craziest experience of my life because I've been spoiled until recently because I was the one going through school. Oh yeah. I was just getting a crazy beeping sound for some reason. Okay. I think it it was it's when you fuck with your beard. I think you that mic is hitting oh, on your hitting, thing. Oh my god, you're right. So it, there's it just, a mic on this. Yeah, bounced and just it, okay. when, it, when it bounces, okay. it goes. You like had like a beat, like a disco beat behind you. So it was kind funny. of funny. I'm gonna it's leave it in just since we're talking about the disco beat now. <laughs> so, so yeah, what I mean, basically, just having kids is crazy, and I was super spoiled because my wife took care of them. Instead of me, like she would be home and I would be working uh, and going to school. Just take those headphones off. I think it keeps making the. Uh... Oh, is it? Is it probably still that thing? Yeah. Huh, that's true. Maybe. What if I? What if I unplug the other mic instead of my blue? I have a blue mic. Oh, okay. Let's unplug this and see if this changes things. You know what? It is that. Now that I think about it, my first mic that I had when I started the podcast was one of those. It's the snow. What is it? Yeah, the blue snowflake. Yeah, and it does the same thing in the little casing. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Okay, if well, you, we, can, we, can, we can roll from here. Yeah, that's perfect. If, if you listen to some of my first shows, all of a sudden it'll go beep, 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 beep. That's why I knew that sound. I was like, fuck, I know that sound, but I haven't heard it in so long. <laughs> so I highly recommend you can get the, um, I use the audio, what is it, Audio Technica? Okay. Um, it's like a hundred and nine bucks at. Well, that's not bad. At like Best Buy or something, and it's USB. Right on. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I've been meaning like I now I didn't live in a house until recently. I lived in a like a crappy two bedroom apartment um, that they generally rent out to students near KU here. And uh, after now living in my own apartment, I have this sick. This house has been here since like 1930, and they have these like weird old staircase that goes up from our kitchen. And uh, I, I now have basically been having a. a a new studio for art, everything. And, uh, I'm going to set up like my entire, uh, podcast set up there. So nice. hopefully I'll actually get some real mics and like, just have it all going, even though I'll have it go into my computer. Cause I've still got to be portable. You know, you can't necessarily make everybody come to you. You know, I, if you're going for it, I would recommend going for the XLR just right out the gate. Like don't bother because no. the only issue is with the USB, like right into the computer is you can only do the one mic all the time. Right, right. Unless, well, they're only like forty. I'm gonna say it's like four fifty or something for like a suite. It has like two um, full, you know, full mic out outputs, like regular microphones. Um, I can't remember the name of the actual mic that I use. It's the one I. If, if people go back and listen to the the ADD one I did with TJ Miller, the comedian, um, 
we use that uh, recorder and we talk about what that recorder is because it's the same one that Louis C.K. uses. Oh, nice. So he was sort of, he kind of mentioned, he's like, oh my God, you know, this is so good. It's super pro and it's seriously only 450. And like, all I did is sit that thing down right in front of, uh, right in front of, in between us. Yeah. Like while he just sat there and smoked hash throughout the entire interview. It was awesome. And it sounds great too. And literally no mics, nothing. It was just like right in the room. Boom. Sounds great. That's why, that's what I want to get next. Right. And I'm really, I'm in no place to really start giving advice being that I'm pretty new to this. I'm all, I'm uh, almost a year in and okay. this is, uh, like I said, I was using that other mic and this one and I use a little Tascam that was given to me um, for the show. And like th- this mic, people donated to the show and was able to, to buy this thing. Otherwise I would probably still use the snow globe or whatever the fuck yeah, it's yeah. called. Well, you know what? If you grab that thing, if you don't use it the way I was, I was kind of messing with it. But if you really hold, if you pull it and put it up like this, and you just talk into it like this, straight into your computer, like when you're doing your, it sounds amazing. But if you're trying to sit it in the room, there's it picks up everything, so you can't really uh, do much with it other than like a one. It's meant for like a one-on-one thing. Yeah. So anyway, technical talking. So your your podcast, uh, you you're so you're it's all over the place in terms of like content, right? Like in terms of like mm-hmm. creative things and i sort of try to do the same thing like get a, a lot of different types of creative people to come around sure. like, like you said you you had the comedians on you've done uh interviews with artists you have like some cultural stuff like some local community things that are going on right and you uh does the name of the podcast sort of represent what the how the topics go like i mean i think i think the podcast through and through is me and like, if you talk to me for an extended period of time, I could probably talk for an hour straight, not stop. And I'll talk to you about a thousand different things. So it's whether <laughs> I've been like crate digging, whether whatever, whoever's blowing my mind at the moment artistically or like the movies I'm watching. Cause I mean, it primarily, you know, 10 years ago, I started out as a blogger here. So then just, just to go from that to a cult, just a culture person, like someone who I, you know, I don't know, we, whoever we are that like makes us think that, uh, people should listen to us. Like, I don't know when that happened or at least when maybe people actually started listening and being like, Oh, okay. This guy like doesn't have a life. And like, all he does is like dig for weird shit. So <laughs> we're going to listen to him. Um, so, but that's it. So, I mean, obviously I'm severely AD, ADD, ADHD, probably maybe a little OCD, but then, yeah, it does, it does spill over in the topics. Cause you can't always get someone in your podcast. I am a DJ. And, uh, so therefore I started doing these mixes but you know, half of this stuff, I'm not kidding, has all like in the beginning, it was always like, or even like, let's say like 15 years ago, like, or like more when I was writing zines, it was 100% just to get free shit. <laughs> so it was like, how do I get like every punk record that comes out? How do I get everything in, living in the middle of like wherever I was living, like in the middle of Kansas? Like, how do I write a, a record or write a zine that I'll send in Nitro Records because I was really into punk then? And uh, like, that was my primary gig. And and then have them send me all these new releases, you know? So yeah, it, it just continued through that. Like, how do I get free shit? Or, how, or now, when you're older, like, how do you make that connection? How do you uh, insert yourself into the conversation of, like, what other people are doing? Because if you, if, you are, if you do have some cool friends, and if you do know what you're talking about, I, I do think that even though I, I might be full of shit half the time, <laughs> some, occasionally I'm right, because I say a lot of stuff. And uh, it's worked out. Like, it's, it's hooked me up with some super cool people and um, – it's just like open doorways, like, like crazy. You know, you, you put out a good podcast and you make someone look really good and you make it really sick. Like in the beginning, all my podcasts, the main reason it was called ADD is because I would put 50 samples in. 
So like an hour long podcast with someone would have, it was like, I would spend 15 or more hours on like an hour long podcast editing it so that literally every 30 seconds there was a sample. So that's kind of like where it came from since then. I think I've got a little better interviewing and I've gotten better guests. You know, honestly, man, you get bigger guests, get people, people know about people, people want to hear talk. Then like, it doesn't even matter. You don't have to do anything at that point. You can just let it roll for an hour. And as long as you're not a total dickhead there, they're like, cool. Yeah, totally. And that's a, I, I talk about it all the time, but it's in, I think it's interesting to get these artists' perspectives in a, in a more uh, in-depth way. And it's the same thing like that adjustment or that sort of evolution from blogging into podcasting. You can only, you can only get so much out in the, in the typed word in the blog format. I mean, you're not writing a novel out there typically. So like having the ability to talk for an hour, that's like half a book, <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Well, and also, you know, like Twitter works really well for me. Like I honestly, I'm not surprised when people unfollow me really quickly because I tweet like 50 times a day or something. And half of it, you know, I try to retweet other people. Um, and I probably take Twitter way too seriously, for, especially for anyone listening right now who hates Twitter. You can just like tune out for a second. But for the rest of you that know what I'm talking about, <laughs> you know what I'm fucking talking about. And like I was it was meant for me. Like it was just I mean, I, I, I did not want to write a bunch of long blogs because like honestly, it's one thought. It's, it's three sentences that then I was forced to pretend like I cared about grammar or anything else and then to write this thing. So it's like bullshit. Like, let me just give you 140 characters on like why this movie's good or why this band rules or why this artist is sick um, or why this person who pissed me off is a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely utilize that in the same way. And it's that thing. It's like it's that instant thought processed out into yeah. mass media. It's, it's great. Like I... I was at Comic-Con this weekend, and I was blasting out all sorts of interesting, or interesting oh, yeah. to me, tweets, like, about what was going on. Like, I had some artist beef and shit. It was fucking, it was pretty good. No, I, I did the, I, I was, I was, uh, I was reading the blog, by the way. I enjoyed the, the footage. It was very funny. I love the pictures. Nice, thanks. I, it's, uh, it's a fun time of year. Next year is going to be super awesome. I, if you'll notice, I'm a little more nasal than I typically am. I caught the, uh, <laughs> the nerd flu. That's funny. Last day, though, it was we were at dinner after we had already packed up the van, and I just like had this little cough that was a little different from my regular like weed cough that I have, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Fucking nerd flu!" Like I knew it. Like I could sense it coming. And the next day, I was done. That's good. Yeah, it was fucked That's up. A good hashtag. Yeah, it's and I went after I got it and started saying nerd flu. I guess I got it last year too, but didn't remember. But it's like a thing, like people talk about it, you know, like if you Google it, there's a bunch of blogs and stories of people talking about their nerd flu encounters from Comic-Con. It's a real I love it. thing. I've never been there. I would love to go in the future. It seems like a fun time. Oh my Lord. It is, it is intense. I'm, um, I'm stepping it up next year. I'm going to like, uh, I was piggybacking the booth with Scott Saw, local artist extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have him on the show here pretty soon. Um, and he, I would work the booth with him a little bit, and he would just let me throw some stuff up and sell some shit. But next sure. year, I'm going to actually share the booth with him and, uh, you know, bring my merch style. Uh, yeah, I've heard it's super expensive. Like, I've heard it's gotten more and more expensive now that, like, all the bigger sort of, not just even the comic book companies, but, you know, movie companies, stuff like that, that it's, like, all owned just by, like, the Paramounts and Paramounts and whatnot. Yeah, it's a it's a scene. Luckily, my my boy Scott has been there for years, so he's like grandfathered in. Yeah, that's the that's the trick. Yeah, because so, there's like a six year waiting period just to even get a booth. 
That's crazy. Because everybody who has a booth has, uh, you know, first shot at, at reestablishing their booth space. And that's what happens. People just stay in the same spot for years and years and years. There's so much good stuff, but it's also like, like the middle of Comic-Con is all super corporate. Then the very right. far right. ends are still really artist-driven. It's, it's, right. it's cool. I, uh, I like to collect uh, sketchbook drawings from all the artists when they're all in town, you know? Like, sure. I got this crazy collection going from the last few years. Like, Ron English and Frank Kozik battle back and forth. Nice. And uh, I'm going to, I think today I'm going to make a video, just flip through it and make a video of all the drawings that are in there. Yeah. But uh, I tweeted, yeah, Buff, the most Buff Monster fucking snubbed the book at Comic-Con. Like, I cruised up to this to the booth, and he was drawing in this chick's book right there. And I was like, hey, can I get next? Just, like, show in the book. And he gives me, like, this, like, didn't look at me, but it was just like, oh, I got to do some other shit or, like, like just kind of mumbled under his breath. And I was like, so that's a no, huh? It's like, yep. And I was like, all right. And just laughed and walked boobs, away. Bro. Yeah, yeah, right. That's it. That's what it comes down to. And there's a lot of titties out there in Comic Con too. It's I noticed that on your blog. <laughs> it's such a strange mix. I mean, obviously, sex sells, and it's it's like I swear all the nerds show up just to have one big nerd orgy for the week. It's like they get all their banging out, and then they're back to work doing whatever. The fuck <laughs> you got to go where the party is, man. You know, the party vibe is what gets you laid. Yeah, I'm sure you saw the uh, the mushroom photo on there then too in the yeah. blog. Yeah, I, uh, that was a that was Saturday. I, I decided to eat a little um, psilocybin to the head to make it interesting, and uh-huh. it uh, it was weird, man. Like it didn't it didn't go sort of the way I thought. I just kind of I just ate a little bit so that it didn't like get too heavy, too deep, you know. Sure, sure. And uh, it just felt like I was getting ready to trip out at any moment, but never quite <laughs> got there. And just, yeah, it never really wants to be on your terms, you know? Yeah, it was, it was strange. But then I saw Mushroom Girl, took a photo with her, and I got the fuck out of there for the day and relaxed, yeah. you know? You can get a little negative if you're not careful. Yeah, dude. You were, uh, speaking of Twitter, we met, I guess, sort of. We connected yeah. on Twitter, the Twitters. Yeah. You posted something today about the insane clown posse. You're doing some sort of shoot or something? Or was that, was that oh. the seriousness? Okay, well, let me, okay, let me like backtrack a little bit. So, yeah. Like I got turned on to your podcast and like your Twitter feed through Michael Shung. Right. Cause I just did that show, which is up right now. So if anybody who's listening in LA or in the surrounding area wants to go to Spitfire girl and check out, I have four hand colored etchings there. Uh, Michael has a couple pieces. I came and uh, stayed like a couple weekends ago at his apartment with him and his girlfriend, Rachel, which big shout outs to them. They're amazing hosts. Absolutely incredible. Um, and then through them, like, I only know them through the gallery that I run here called Wonder Fair. So then that kind of brings us full circle because Wonder Fair is just like, a, it's kind of like Needles and Pens, but like in Lawrence, Kansas. Or it's kind of like um, any of those, I don't know, it, it, like my buddy Eric Dobbins, who I started my art collective with called Asteroid Head. Um, you can check us out, like, same, like asteroidhead.com. Um, and uh, he started this gallery, you know, after he, cause he travels a lot and he was like, man, we got to have something like this here, you know? So it's basically the same idea. Like we're like kind of like a print collective and, uh, this new thing that we're doing, which I'm shooting this video for, um, if you go to wonderfair.com, you can actually see what we did last time. We got hired by the Spencer art museum, which is the, the KU, like the official, uh, 
College Museum. And they have a beautiful museum here in Lawrence, Kansas. I mean, it's like, it's legit. Like their collection is, is serious. It's rad. And they brought us in. They, they, they kind of have brought us in because we'll come in and we'll do like huge um, prints for like all their donor parties. And they'll bring us out. And we'll just, you know, basically um, between Asteroid Head and Wonder Fair, which is half of half of our other collective running the gallery, um, they just they just basically will, you know, we'll pitch them and they'll pitch us an idea. Then we'll like give them an estimate. And then generally, you know, we just settle in the middle. And this is a, an event called Our Tube. So we're a curating a YouTube clip. So one, there's four of us. So one person curates a clip. The next person does a reimagining. So this time I'm responsible for the reimagining. And then someone will do a critique video. And then someone, because we're like a print collective, will then do merchandising. So they'll create some sort of print merchandise, which we can print ourselves at the gallery. And then you make a video, like a, like a commercial for it. Uh-huh. So this time around, uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name, and I can't believe I'm blanking it, but he's like the original like astrophysicist who was asked the questions, how do magnets work? And um, and then uh, just based on how do magnets work, then I was like, oh, you know, that obviously that meme, you know, the, the I, hold on a second, what? You're okay. Yeah, I know she's making noise. That's fine. Let her make noise. I'll be out in a little bit. She's, she's, you're making it. What are you talking about? This kind of sounds like an episode of uh, Louis. Louis C.K. It's true, though. <laughs> uh, we'll order pizza when we are done. <laughs> I will give you a popsicle. Let me finish the interview. Uh, no, I'll, be, I'll, I'll come out when the interview's done, and then I'll give you a popsicle, okay? I know you're watching Charlotte's Web out there. Keep watching it. Leave me alone. Unless you're dying. Okay. So, that was it. The meme. The internet meme of uh, so the, how magnets work. You were, at, you were at electromagnetism. That's where so, right. So, that guy's like, how to, he, someone asked him a question, how do magnets work? And he, goes, he just goes off. And this is like, I think in the 70s, it's like black and white footage. Um, and then he's like, well, you know, what do you mean how do magnets work? Like, that doesn't question. Like, that's, you can't, it's not a right question. Like, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, let's actually look at this in terms of like why why is why is ice slippery? You know, like uh, you can't really ask someone that because it's solid, and um, you know when you step on ice, then it compresses the ice based on the heat that happens, and then makes it melt, and then that becomes slippery. And then, but why why is it slippery? Like why does she fall? That has to do with gravity, and then the gravity has to do with like the moon and the sun and the circulation of the stars. You know, he basically just goes off in this really <laughs> yeah. snarky like what a stupid fucking question rant. And um, and then he brings it all back around, and then sort of explain, you know, how magnets work. But then all I thought was, you know, magnets, how the, how to, how to fucking magnets work by ICP in that Miracles video. Uh-huh. And uh, and then you know I do have this like pretty gnarly uh, ginger beard going right now, and I thought, well, I will look insane as a as a member of ICP. So I thought I'll just paint my face up, and I'll do. Uh, I'll kind of just do the same thing because it's like a seven minute video. Obviously I could rant for seven minutes. I could rant for an hour. Sure. So I thought this is perfect. I'm just going to sit in a chair. I'll just sit up my computer. I'll paint myself like I'm in ICP. I'll get like an ICP t-shirt, but I won't reference that I'm in, that I'm trying to be fun. You know what I mean? I'll just try to like maybe almost verbatim answer it just like he answered it. Yeah. And then at the end, instead of giving you the answer, I'll just say, I don't know. It's a fucking miracle. Um, Nice. You know, just uh, who knows? I, that was just like my half baked idea, and you know, and then then the next one, you know, then we'll have a critique of that. 
Um, but the funny thing is it all, it all references the original source material. So when we show up to the museum tomorrow, like they actually shut down their gift shop and then let us get rid of everything. So that's pretty amazing. Like as an artist to be able to go into a, a museum and just take all that shit in their gift shop and just throw it away and be like, and then convert it to uh, what we call the wonder fair one plex and then uh, set it all up. You know I mean? It's, it's dope. I mean, this is like, it, this is the advantage of living in a small town and, and running a gallery and, you know, doing like what I consider to be like the working with the best artists in town. Um, people who I think are rad and like super cool and just, I don't know, guys I would I hang out with, you know, not just guys who it's like, Oh, I'm in school and I have to hang out. None of us are in school. We've all graduated. Half of us have grad degrees. Um, we're all just working artists. So it's pretty awesome to still be benefiting from that. And it actually seems to be getting better. So that's kind of what's going on. Do you think that uh, that power in numbers thing comes into play, you know, like in building a collective? And even with like, you know, for instance, doing a podcast, by putting out these shows, you're not only collecting with or, you know, connecting with your base, but you're also connecting with the people who you're talking to space as well. Totally. So that's why, like on Twitter, I said, you know, well, let's uh, let's co-brand the podcast, you know, it's like, so it's like there's like a, a correlation between the people who listen to your show and my show that find some connection and, you know, you, you join things together. And there, there's, there's something important about that, like the idea which you were talking about, how like... God, why do we need so much attention that we have to talk and have people listen to it and record hours yeah. of ourselves blabbing, yeah. right? But the, beyond that, there's also something really, really important in the art community about hearing things from other people who you have some sort of level of respect for or you think has some sort of insider knowledge or, or not even insider knowledge, but just some general knowledge of what's going on within a community because they're involved in that community, right? Well, you don't, you don't, you're not going to spend... Even, even in everyday life, you're not going to spend an hour talking to a dope. You're not going to be like, man, I hate this person. Or, I mean, generally, right? Isn't that yeah, how it works? Sure. You're like, you will do everything you can to get out of that conversation. Just because you're like, this is, I'm, I'm going to die soon. I cannot waste any more time with this asshole. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, I don't can... think that I've ever interviewed anybody that I hated. And if I did, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't have put it out. I've always looked at it like, uh, like my job is to make them look good. You know, so like I'll, I'll end up cutting myself out half the time just because I think if I cut myself out more, then, then they'll look even better. But seriously, I mean, that's it, though. You, it's, you're right. I mean, you, you got to you find like minded people, you connect, make that connection. And especially with the podcast. Um, I mean, I, I, after this, I mean, maybe not today, but later in the week, man, I'll definitely I'll call you up. I generally do mine over the phone. I have like an iPhone recorder that allows you to do something over that or even do Skype. You know, if you just like have a. Are you just doing a uh, like record whatever's coming through the speakers? Yeah, well, I'm recording my speakers into my microphone, so we're both speaking into my microphone. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I mean, like, uh, it's weird though. I've also gone out of my way to to find people that I didn't think I would be able to ever talk to, and that's sort of like what it's become. Like, it, when would I ever have a reason? Um, you know, like, I don't, I mean, just for instance, like that TJ Miller interview, I didn't know the guy. I'm a big, uh, Doug loves movies fan and TJ Miller came out of nowhere. It seems like, and whenever he's on that Doug Benson podcast, he's like the craziest, loudest, like he, I have never laughed so hard. Um, <laughs> you know, Doug stopped, Doug Benson stopped by the booth. Oh, did he? At Comic-Con. Yeah. I won one of his Woot Monkeys. <laughs> because he the day before he had taken a picture of a little baby that was uh, dressed up like the Joker, 
like the uh-huh. the new Joker, like the evil one, or the yeah. the most evil inclination or incarnation. Mm-hmm. And right. he said the first person that sees me on the Comic Con floor and tells me Baby Joker is a shithead will win my <laughs> mo- will win the uh, Whoop Monkey. So I I didn't remember because that morning I woke up. I had been like working my ass off the day before. Woke up, got super stoned in the morning. And Doug had tweeted that uh, he couldn't get into the Snoop Dogg party and wanted to get high with him. So I told him to stop by the booth and I'd sing him gin and juice. But when he stopped by, I just forgot. Because I was like, well, if I see Doug Benson, I'm going to tell him that baby was a shithead. You know, that's all I remembered when he showed right, up. Right, right. So I ended up getting the monkey. It's, it's, it's on the blog. It's funny. But I actually I sat next to him at uh, UFC 132 also. Right. Right, no, that see that was we were we, that was like the first time you and I started going back and forth because I was like, dude, if you can get him, go for it. But I've tried, and I don't know if he sends you, but he'll send you direct messages on Twitter, uh-huh. like if actually, um, I guess if you're just not a jerk or not like a total weirdo. Yeah. And I've been trying, you know, because he's come through Kansas City and stuff, and I'll be like, hey, you know, I can come to you or do whatever. But he'll and he'll he's very nice all the time. He's like, but you're a stranger with a podcast, so no. Um, but you know, again, uh. That's awesome. And, you know, but you live out there, so you, you could probably go to the show and you could do a couple other things or, like, you could do things to get him on your podcast. But, I mean, he's one of those guys, though, that – and not even because of the benefits that come from it. Like, he – I genuinely just – I mean, I'll listen to any podcast he's on because he's just – he seems like uh, – he seems pretty down-to-earth, like pretty based, you yeah. know? Yeah, totally. So well, he just that's seems the, like a he fun said, guy. When I asked him, he said no. But uh, I told – when he came by the booth, I was like, hey, man, you know – I I'd still love to get you on the podcast. I understand you don't know me, and maybe it's yeah. not like a comedy-driven podcast. I was yeah. like, but hey, you know, I've had uh, I've had Joey Diaz on the show. I've had Ari Shafir on the show. I've had uh, Red Band on the show, and I know he hangs out with all those dudes. Or yeah. I saw he was in Vegas with all of them. Right. And so he was like, "All right, well, I know you now. So maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, in the totally, future. exactly, exactly. So I mean, your odds will increase." And I don't know, like, it's kind of a weird thing. Like, I really just wanted, I specifically wanted T.J. Miller just because he's not super famous yet. And, like, I don't really know him. And to be honest, like, I was not a fan. So to I me, this, to- is not a, this is not a situation of, oh, my God, I'm so into this guy. This was like, this dude's funny. If I have a conversation with him, it will also be funny. It will also be different than any other podcast that he's on. And I also know, not, not like, in a cocky way, but I just know, like, after – three years of doing this that I can, I can make it, you know what I mean? I'll put a little like love and tenderness into it to make sure that this podcast is the shit. Yeah. Isn't and it funny? It, when I went there to see him in Kansas city, the fucking guys who were there to interview him after me, I don't know these guys. If you're, I, I doubt you're listening to this podcast, so it doesn't matter, but they're wearing fucking sweatpants. Okay. <laughs> Stained shirts, wearing sweatpants. I'm rolling in, in like my friend's Mercedes, you know, just like something. Cause I can't drive right now. <laughs> So I get rides from all my rich friends. Yeah. And because I am very poor. That makes sense. So like, basically, you know, I'm, I'm rolling in in style and like nice. we look legit, you know, we're like dressed up. We're like ready to go. And that's how you got to do it. You got to be, I don't know, like it just, you can't, who, how the fuck are you going to show up to a podcast wearing sweatpants? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And like, obviously he's at that point now where he's like, he's not as big as like a Doug Benson or like a Mark, even though Mark, or Mark Maron's probably gets more, um, but when you're in the middle, when you're like, literally, you've been doing it long enough, like I can show someone like my whole catalog of stuff I've done. 
and be like, look, if, if you come on this, like I will make it worth your while because I have just as much to gain from this basically as you do. Cause if I'm the one who found you now, that means none, like basically a lot of other people don't know about you, but we get, we get a, we get a decent amount of downloads. We get a couple thousand per podcast, which is pretty, pretty awesome. And then we'll get, you know, like we get more from iTunes than we do from directly from my site. Sure. But now that we've been getting bigger guests and stuff like that, then like site traffic is like, it's pretty new. The site is new, but the iTunes feed has been there for like a year and a half, I guess. Yeah. That guy, the TJ Miller guy, I watched his show that he was on, the sitcom that he had, like, I guess, which is like out the gate. Before. That was the first time I'd ever seen him. Was it good? It was great. And here's the thing is that the guy who wrote that show, he also starred in it and he directed a bunch of sit and did and wrote a bunch of sitcoms and acted in them about like family dynamics. Like okay. for the last 10 years, he's done these really amazing shows that mm-hmm. only last two seasons because nobody watches them. Yeah. But yeah, they're so funny and so well written. Um, uh, I think the one of them was Significant Others. Which was a yep. show that I think was on like Showtime. It might have been on like HBO or Showtime or something, sure. where couples would go to like a couples therapy thing, and then it would show like their home life and how they were on the thing. Fucking hilarious! Like I go and buy yep. all the DVDs and just watch them a couple times since I know that they're never going to get put out again. And I don't even know dude's name, but he's in all every one of the shows. Guy is pure genius, but nobody. He just he should be the most famous writer director in sitcoms today. Okay, so, so you're tuned into that, right? So then that's, this is like, this is to me, this is what separates like people who are like really intuitive, which means that they'll be successful and people who aren't. So then you realize this and then, so what do you have to do? You have to contact that guy because I guarantee that guy is connected to 50 other people that he could be like, here, like now you do that. Cause here's the deal. When you contact that guy, he's going to be so stoked. He's going to be so excited that you wanted him on your show and not like for selfish reasons, just the idea that like you now have something to talk about because you respect him. And a lot of times, a lot of journalism is complete bullshit, and that's why people like podcasts, because a podcast is totally dependent on, like, your taste, basically. And and it's all about you going, this guy, I'm really stoked about this, or I'm really stoked about this band. Like, the last one I did, Hospital Ships, um, which is blowing up. Another local guy, Jordan Geiger here, you know? I've known the guy for 10 years. Um, I don't remember it, but he told me in the interview that I was the first person to review his last band, Minus Stories record, like, 10 years ago. And I'm because I I, I I like to drink a lot, so I don't I don't tend to uh, I don't tend to remember anything. Um, I know my kids' names and my wife's birthday because it's important. my it's my uh, so anyway. Nice. You just uh, put that out. Do you want me to beep that part? <laughs> yeah, beep that. Uh, <laughs> please beep that. No, either way, like it's it, it, it's one of those things where like if you respect someone or if like you get that you know that you'd be able to vibe with them, then like you should pick that because. Basically, you're going to make them shine, and then you're going to—you will also sound good and intelligent. And a lot of times, journalists—they're just calling you, and they don't care. They just need to get 500 words from you, or whatever that is. And to me, that's that, there's no soul to that. You know, there's nothing that that like I need to really pay attention to because this isn't this is not this person. This is just their job. And to me, that's really boring. Yeah, I agree, yeah. man. That's super awesome. I'm glad. Uh... I'm glad I found you, and you know it's cool that I'm finding more and more people that are sort of in our same community, running, you know, sort of interested in the same things, like-minded. There's my um, my child, my dog child over there, <laughs> finally making some noise too. Yeah, well, I think my kids are probably waiting at the door. They're like, "We want pizza, we want popsicles." I'm like, "I already gave you a goddamn brownie." <laughs> 
go back out there. I got, I bought you a big screen television and a PlayStation 3, which you can't use, but you get lots of streaming content on there. I think that's probably why they picked me to use this instead of the streaming on Netflix for them. So they're like having to watch the same stuff they watch over and over. But kids like that. They want to see the same crap over and over. I don't know why. It's that obsessiveness. And that's why I think that's why I think artists are so back to the ADD and the the OCD. Artists are so obsessed because we we get so stuck to childhood, like being that we still do the things that we did as a kid. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that creative so, mentality just sticks with you. So it's like I'm gonna do this 155. percent Hold on, hold on. Are they screaming back there again? Yeah, hold on. Either they're, either they're pretending now, or and I don't know. I gotta go open my door and just double check over time. Okay. <laughs> You're telling me right now a 19-month-old hit you and you're crying? You should bring him in. Bring him in real quick. Okay, it'll I'll be, bring it'll him in. It'll be a I'll funny bring ending. All right, I'll, bring, I'll bring this with me. All right, yeah, this will be awesome. And then let's let's plug your uh, plug all your stuff. We'll get all your websites. Okay, we'll do out. that in a second. Give <laughs> me Christmas. All right, all right, girls. Okay, hey, say hi to Mike. This is Charlotte. Hi, Charlotte. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. On the nice internet. That's yeah, a nice TV you got. Nice Harmony. Hi, Harmony. Couple yes. of little cuties. Yep. Yep, those smiles would get whatever they wanted from me. All right, well, I'm going to be out in just a second, and then we're going to get pizza. Okay? Here we go. You guys like that? Look at that. There's a man on the internet that wants to talk to you. I know, they're both just... Check out my refrigerator. Yeah, look at this refrigerator. Can you see awesome that? Kids, man. They'll, they'll bang on the door and yell, and then as soon as you put on camera, of course, once they, if she sees herself right here, then she'll start wigging out. Yeah, that's the other weird thing. That, that's also what artists like. They like to see themselves and look at the picture. <laughs> look at that. See that to you right there? See yourself? Yeah, now you're pointing at yourself. Yeah, you oh, look how happy you are. So cute. Told you. All right, okay. Right out. We're going to be done in just a second. Ouch. Oh, they're fine. Yeah. Everything's in one piece out there. I like how that was the gimmick, though. She said, ow. She was like, her going, ow, ow, uh. They're so and smart, man. They're very they're smart. Smart than you think. So, yeah. Well, okay. Well, um, if you go to my website, which is Bar Heaven, that's bar, triple R, heaven.com. No WWs. Um, I've got my last show there, which is I Can Has Jail. Nice. Hey there, puppy dog. <laughs> and my last show's up there. Um, I'm getting ready to mail a ton of pieces to a different gallery tonight, which I think is in Oregon. I know. I'm so I'm like super out of the loop right now. I've had to like measure all this stuff, even though I'm basically going to mail them like 40 pieces, um, no frames. And then sort of, I like to collaborate with the gallery in this situation. Where I'll just send them a, like a huge flat file and then just tell them to just lay it out on the floor ahead of time and then get it to be, you know, just even because there's a lot of big, um, it's all works on paper, you know, basically just like BFK, uh, whatever I can get my hands on. I tend to also, I'm sort of a scavenger, uh -huh. uh, you know, so like I work at the art center here. So like whatever I can get for free is what I end up working with. Um, so I did a lot of children's classes a while ago. So if people are looking at my site. They'll notice that like most of my stuff is seriously like, uh, I do, okay. I do etchings when I'm doing like when I'm trying to put stuff in bigger shows or like a museum work. Um, but then when I do my own private shows now, I'll do like oil pastel and watercolor pieces just really big because i got all this stuff for free from my last job yeah nice <laughs> and uh but i love that though i mean again it's like super very childish very sort of faux naive but i like to just work quick and fast 
and then move on to the next thing. Hence, again, ADD. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, and you can you can stream the the ADD podcast from the blog, which is on my website, uh, or you can go to iTunes if you look up Bar Heaven. Um, let's get people uh, let's get people over to the iTunes because get those iTunes numbers up. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I subscribe today because I think I listened to the first couple shows I listened to. I listened to on the website. And I oh like, yeah. I was like, shit, I'm going to go over. I made sure to go subscribe today. Cool. I'll go Thanks. comment and stuff. Because it's important. People need to know that, that if is. you're just listening, even if you're just listening on the thing, go ahead and download it from iTunes. Put a couple extra sure. numbers on it. It helps. Yeah. But also ratings. I mean, I tell people, I have people who will write me emails and stuff and uh, and, and and be like, so I, I had guys like for the show, and I, I flew out to LA for that Spitfire Girl show, mm-hmm. and I had a couple um, different couples come up, and I, they were like very nice, very kind very, you know, just like, I don't know, like in Lawrence, everyone knows me. Everyone knows I run a gallery. You know what I mean? It's not like, uh, if someone wants to find me, they can find me. It's not that hard. Yeah. Um, especially since I'm tweeting about everything that I'm doing. Right. So no one hears, you know, if someone like digs something, they'll just say it to me when they see me at the bar, they'll be like, Oh, Hey, what's up? But you know, I like when you're really awkward and, uh, you know, say things that are real. <laughs> That's the last thing. So it's like, I like it when you're really honest and awkward about how honest you're being. Cause you realize that you're that everyone's thinking this is funny, but you're really uncomfortable saying it. Sure. Um, and I said, I was like, just drinking a beer. I was like, oh, thanks. Okay. And but I, it stuck with me because I was like, I know that's the truth. Yeah. But either way, yeah, go look up Bar Heaven on uh, on iTunes and subscribe. And uh, if you are, if you're listening, because I'm going to point people here. Um, you know, I don't know. We need ratings. Like we've been stuck at like 19, 19 ratings, but they're all five stars, which is pretty incredible. And, I had uh, I had one yeah. bad rating or like a medium rating that somebody said that they and it's so funny like it yeah, stung it stung even even though I had a bunch of good positive ones with it like that one stuck out just because it stung a little bit and I, and it was like witty and was, I was it the like, one where the guy was saying that you guys both just like traded compliments or something like yeah, that yeah. I know I read it dude I I did read as soon as I got turned on I like looked you up I subscribed on iTunes I did the you know that's because you know we we all gotta stick together sure. but. Uh, yeah, it does. It sucks. But, you know, whatever. If someone wants to, like, trash it, fine. Give me a negative review. If you really believe <laughs> that, that's fine. I can yeah. take it. It will piss me off. Um, it made me work harder, though. But, yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, you know. And, I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Hit up the iTunes feed. Hit the website. Um, you can email me at barheaven at gmail. That's You're on about the Twitters, it. too, but, right? Uh, What's your Twitter? Oh, yeah, at bar, three R's. I knew what it was. I just wanted to make you say it. And I'm on Tumblr, but it's bar with four R's. If you go to bar with three R's on Tumblr, it's just like some weird chick who only picture who only like posts uh, porn. Yeah, well, that doesn't seem so bad. That right, could... right. But but I teach. Uh, I actually teach social media for artists here in Lawrence. Uh-huh. And so whenever I do it, and I'll like, talk to them about Tumblr, and I almost start like because now when I do the class, I'm, I've only done it three times. But it's all people who are like fairly middle aged and whatnot, and and I have to I have to announce that I'll be like, and in the middle of class, both times there's always one weirdo. One weirdo, like someone who doesn't understand like social dynamics, who's just like, uh, are you, sh- is this yours? And like literally will not have clicked off of it. You know, like a <laughs> like, normal person who's like sitting there. It was a gif of a girl just like rubbing one out. Nice. And she's just standing there. And of course, everyone kind of like leans over and they're like, oh, what are you? And I have, so I have to walk back. To I'm like, yeah, just, just, would you click off that? Like, I don't care. Like, what am I doing? You got, you got like a 70 year old man next to you who has a grin Next to his wife, dude looks like a Cheshire cat. He's so About stoked. About to have a heart attack. Porn. But anyway, so yeah, bar with four R's on Tumblr. Well, we're going to get her some feedback. hits. I love feedback from people. Nice. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks again for taking the time to shoot the show with me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. 
Love it. Let's do uh, let's do internet dap. Love it. Nice. Hit me up on Twitter, dude. I'll bring you on the show next week. We'll uh, we'll get a second interview and, and we'll uh, we'll cross from up. Awesome. That'll be fun. All right, word man. All right, brother. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Later. Peace. I'm going to Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come.